Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here, sounding quite serious, with Lenny, who is positively glowing. How was Safari Mum? The best thing I've ever done. Next oh, to having my children. Oh, right, yeah, thank you. Sorry. Just magical. How were the leopards? The leopards came probably half a metre away from me, just strolled past stealthily looking for food. It's the lions that are... I'm telling you, Jesse. if I'd gone when I was 15 and learned a lot about the male species and saved a lot of heartache. Why? Very selfish. <laughs> Don't look out for food except for themselves, the lions. Were they the male ones? Yeah. But the females are the biggest hunters and the biggest killers. I mean, it is the circle of life, definitely. Akuna Matata. <laughs> that means no worries. Well, whilst you've been there, I've been in Los Angeles in the rain and I've been back here. Um, What did I eat in Los Angeles that was very, very amazing? I had Holbox, Holbox, Holbox. It's a Mexican restaurant. I think it may have a Michelin star now. It's lots of crudo, it's lots of raw fish right up your alley, mum. And it's in a Mercado and it was really quite beautiful that was my most memorable meal I think did you go to Greek absolutely of course the lemony potatoes are still delicious and the lamb chops lamb chops well I ate a lot while I was there yeah lots of Swahili recipes oh yeah they do a very nice stew Mm. either with beef or with chicken that has peanuts in. Yum. Yeah, I think I might try and make something we like had that. something like that in um, the Gambia, didn't yeah. we? And it would lie. I think it's an African thing. Yum. It's so delicious. You are very excited about this guest. Do you think I should give him some of the... I thought you were going to say something else, Mum. No, some of the saffron I bought back with me. Yes. I might be start selling it on the black market. I bought loads of saffron. You know you, you pay about four quid for about three... Strand, bought, yeah. Yeah, I've got that much. I'll let you have some. I'll allow you to introduce this guest, Mum. Right. Well, I've seen him on the great British menu, which I'm addicted to, as you know, love cooking shows. He's always a real kind of breath of fresh air, really talented chef himself, always very helpful to the people who are competing, uh-huh. who are other chefs. I'm sl- I have been very anxious about my food today. Yes. Because he's got this look mm. when things aren't quite right with the competitors. It's not, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed, look. Right. And I just don't want to see that face. You're not competing though, Mum. No, I'm not, but I just don't want to see the disappointed face. Well, we face. have had a little 
upset in the kitchen. Yeah, I've had a problem with me mango. Never try and puree fresh mango. Buy it as a pulp in a tin. I should have done that yesterday, but I didn't because I didn't think it was necessary. So I can't do my mango frosting. That's okay. For my coconut cake. What are you serving today? So I've done some green pancakes mm. and I think I I saw this something is very unlike you I mean I know it's been pancake day when we're recording yeah, no, this it's um, a, yeah, the week I, of the pancake day the thing was I saw him cook um, on his Instagram something that must have been a matcha sponge which was very green and I thought it looked interesting then I came across a recipe for green pancakes so Hon you've done it because you saw him do a green sponge yeah kind okay. of right. I just thought I went paying homage yeah, I was paying homage. But I think I'm out of my comfort zone completely. Why? Because I've never made it before. I've used gram flour, which yeah. is interesting. Spinach. I wasn't sure. The consistency was too thick. So I added a bit more milk. And then it was a bit thin. And then it took... You know how your first pancake never works? Yeah. Well, there was about four that didn't work. Oh, right. And it took me a long time to get it right. So I think they're okay. And also they were supposed to be 10 centimetres round. I had to get my ruler out to try and make sure that they were going the right way. Anyway, I'm not in my comfort zone. I've made that. I've done roasted tomatoes. Mm. I've baked some leeks that you're going to add some beans and thingies to. Yeah. There's a garlicky yoghurt dip that he will never be able to speak to anyone today because it's very garlicky. And it has a fried egg on top. The, Gorgeous. So I've got to do that. He is coming for brunch. Yeah. So that's why we're doing this. Yeah. Very excited. Tommy Banks coming up on table manners. Tommy Banks is in my house. Your house. Yeah. Going to eat your food, Mum. Oh, Christ. I'm very excited. Don't be excited. She's not. Because She's terrified. I, I've been very anxious because I love Great British Menu. Oh. And you have got that face. So I was saying to Jessie, it's, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very different thing. But I think the other thing about the Great British Menu is you're not supposed to give it away. I know what? I think, do you know, this series, I think the judges have been quite mean. Oh. Meaner than normal, you... and I think <laughs> How do you not. Feel about you, no, that, not the chefs, because I think the chefs are really encouraging the veterans. Mum, you were just trying to kick one of them judges out so you can get a yeah. seat at the table. Well, maybe d- won't. But w- what um, a what a job, by the way. Yeah, because yeah. because competing on it is really tough. Like I, it's, it's so hard, stressful. It's exhausting I mean incredible but like when you get to be a judge you just rock up and eat food and tell people what you think about it and you do become a little bit like no that's rubbish and you sort of start to forget how hard it is the process I mean I watched them yesterday and the the guy who won yesterday AJ oh yeah Scotland yeah and they kind of where does he cook and he's Indian and his food was amazing and it was so hard. And the, the, the judge was like, ooh, don't like that. Tom Carriage. I've never heard him be quite so harsh. And they a were bad absolutely day. exhausted, both of the guys. Yeah. I mean, you had the girl, didn't you? The, the, uh, Louisa. The, yeah, yeah, she Louisa. was brilliant. She was yeah. brilliant, but she didn't go through. No, but well, she got through to the judges on the Friday. Um, and yes, she, she was she, awesome. Yeah, yeah. but she, the, the guy went through. Adam went through. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah, really good. Really talented. Oh, it, it is, but I think I think with the judges, it's as the days go on. Like 
Because if you've eaten all day, sometimes know, by the yeah. time you're having it at the eighth dish, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not that fussed yeah. about that. And the poor chefs put so much effort. Yeah. The so worst sad. is like finals week when they've got to eat like eight main courses. If you're cooking the eighth, you're like, they don't want to eat this. Oh. So you definitely there's definitely a sweet spot around lunchtime. If you can cook at that time, then they're gonna oh, they're gonna dear. enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. How has your week been? You have come on your own by no entourage for Tommy Banks. No, well. Everybody wanted to come. Uh, like, I've been inundated from everyone in our team, and, and my wife wanted to come. But I, I've been down to... Well, it's been, it was Valentine's this week, wasn't it? So... We, um, you were away for Valentine's? No, I actually had to cook Valentine's night in our pub. Uh, oh, and then get the first it? train down yesterday, and I was working yesterday, and I've stayed over. And so, yeah, so I'm on my own. What did you buy her for Valentine's Day? Oh, so... Are you familiar with, with York or Yorkshire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Betty's. I went to Betty's, yeah. No, this is it. So that's the only thing I've So um, I, uh, yeah, I went to Betty's and I got, they do these lovely little heart-shaped cookie, uh, shortbread, like things with a jam in the middle. So I got one for my wife and one for my little daughter. And, yeah. Low-key. I mean, we're married now, so it's not. Just, you just to get make extravagant gifts. Just, just thoughtful ones. So. so I tried to go to your well one of your restaurants um uh, i would try to go when we were on our way up to edinburgh when we right. were doing the festival this was years ago because i definitely didn't have as many children and we stayed in an area called malden malton 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so lovely yeah yeah no, quite near you yeah quite near yeah there's a really cool food festival there as well yeah um, there was so many great bits of food that like anyway i am very sad to say i've never eaten at your establishment well, i think we better come Jeff. we well, will we must. because we must. also the train actually it's not that long to get there is it not at all no it's about an hour from and, london an hour and 50 into york yeah so it's minor quite, it's really commutable that's the thing often when i turn up here and i do something and people are like oh it must took you hours i'm like an hour and 50 they're like oh took me that long from essex you know it's <laughs> yeah, like right. the same thing so we are yeah it is well it's well connected and I mean, I'm biased, but it's a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Have, is that where you it. were born? Yeah, no, I've, I've always lived in North Yorkshire. So, that, I mean, that is where I live because I'm a farmer first before, before a chef. Really? Yeah, so we have a farm. And, and that's sort of, I'm really passionate about that. So, but, you're brought up on a farm? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Really, what, really what did you have on your farm? Um, so, it was mixed sort of arable and livestock then. So, like, I, I mean, I don't think kids really grow up like this anymore, but I grew up and like we'd milk the cow before going to school and stuff like it was proper old-fashioned being a even, paper boy yeah. even though this was like the 90s when i look at it it feels like it must have been in black and white um it was so long it feels so long ago but now actually it's quite nice because uh like my niece and nephew live on the farm now and they kind of have the same thing really um, and they're milking the calves yeah well calve calving season's just started so we've had our first two calves in the last two days and Aww. i've been away so i've been i've been getting the pictures yes. through and the kids name them, so they're alphabetical. So A, I think it was Annie and Bertie so far. Do you um, always do it alphabetically? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, um, like and, hurricanes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, are they alphabetical? Yeah. Uh, storms are, aren't they? I never knew that. Um, have you? Has your two-year-old been milking any of the cat? Or will, will she be doing that? Oh, she, she's so grabby I wouldn't trust her Poor she'd probably cow. bite them yeah um, no I, I think she will do that growing up I think it's really cool to sort of have that uh, understanding and that, in, that interaction but no I, the poor cattle I wouldn't let her near them I wouldn't be worried I'd be worried about their safety rather than hers but do you, when you milk now you're not doing it manually you put machinery on them so there is yeah you can use so we have two cows that we milk so it's not like a big dairy yeah, yeah, herd yeah. And, and my dad tends to milk them on a the morning and he does have a machine but it very rarely works so he tends to I don't know why he just uh, you know he fixes everything not very well um, so yeah he does milk them by hand yeah so 
talking about family, um, who was eating around the dinner table when you were younger? And h- how many brothers and sisters? Yeah, so I've got one brother, so there's sort of four of us. He's now got the farm. Yeah, and uh, and my grandma and granddad lived next door on the farm as well. So it was quite uh, quite a nice sort of family. It's like the arches. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Uh, and mum, I mean. Every, I think everyone's mum cooked from Delia Smith cookbooks, but that's what we had. Like all the Delia classics was was what we had. She's up. a great, she's a great cook. Oh, yeah, I love you, Delia. You, yeah. And you always are certain it will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so that's the sort of things that we grew up eating. So, yeah. what was a memorable dish from your childhood? Well, Sunday lunches were were the one. But I I have a bit of bone to pick to you, with you because I listened to your last episode, which was your Galentines, and you what did you say? You cannot oh. get a good Sunday lunch in I a I haven't pub. been to your place yet. <laughs> I know you're quite famous you for your roast. I think I, But I actually agree with you. Yeah, you I love right. that you're saying you're and also you're saying you can't get it in a pub. You're like Michelin star. Well our so we, we have uh, Michelin star restaurant. our pub got voted the best Sunday lunch in the country. <gasps> and so you've got to come and have that. Well, fine. Yeah. That's we'll, fine. We'll, Maybe we'll you'll redeem pubs. But I actually think you're right. I think I think the thing is, it's something that's quite precious to people. You make it at home and you know how you want it. Yeah. Like, I like soggy Yorkshire puddings. Like Me you too. Want straight out the oven, don't you? Whereas, obviously, in a restaurant... They make know, them puffy and They take up too much space and they're... Too big. You need yeah. so much more gravy. Well, what we do is we make giant ones, but then we fill them with like. So if you have beef, you have like pulled ox tail in it, or if you have pork, you have pig's cheeks. So you like you make a toad in the hole with it, and I think that then becomes good. So was your mum doing anything sexy in the nineties with oh, your roast? No, God, no. And I was the fussiest eater ever. It really was, yeah. I There's didn't hope used to eat for all anything. people listening with fussy children. Yeah, I was so fussy. Like uh, I just used to have cheese sandwiches every day. I was terrible. So did you have the You same and Nigella. Thing? Nigella was fussy too. Was she really? Yeah. You wouldn't imagine that because she's well, just so... Well, her mum was very strict as well and they had to finish everything on their plate. Yeah. Oh, see, I had that problem too, but we had cats and a dog. So that's where the tactics come in. Like, I mean, it's quite good now having a two-year-old and she throws all the food on the floor and well, the dog just eats it. So yeah. that's great. I think animals are your friend when you're a child and you have to eat, eat everything else. So when did things change for you? Was it when... For, for for your like your taste buds, well, they didn't really. I I was a really fussy eater as a teenager. Um, I, I had no interest in food whatsoever. I didn't want to be a chef. Um, you wanted to be a cricketer. Yeah. So I left school. Um, sort of after GCSEs with this dream. I was just I'm just going to be a cricketer. It's fine. Um, you were very good. I was I was good. I don't know whether I would have I would have made it or not. So but... who were you playing for? Were you playing for the county? Yeah. Yeah. Like representative level cricket and that was if I didn't well if I didn't make it that I would be a coach or a physio or I don't know something in sport in the cricket world yeah that's I think I think like a lot of young men that was pretty narrow-minded on sort of sport so you were a terrible eater well you were eating your cheese sandwiches going (laughs) off to cricket all the time Um, and then what happened uh, so I got a disease called ulcerative colitis when I was 18 so I'm sure lots of people know know what that is but it's basically a disease of your bowel and that was it was quite aggressive for me. So I had, um, I saw 18 months where I had a lot of surgery. I had a colostomy bag and, and I was 18 years old at this point. So yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty rubbish times, but, um, that put a stop to all sport and cricket. And so then I'm this guy with no left school with no qualifications and no way of, you know, uh, nothing to do really. Um, and mum and dad had used to run a bed and breakfast at the farmhouse and they kind of thought well maybe we'll have a go running the local pub so that was so they'd taken on the local pub and I just sort of 
I was watching TV and seeing TV chefs and stuff, and I thought, well, I've got to throw myself into something. I was quite an angry young man at the time because you know oh, you've had you had would be you know frustrated. I wanted to, and it was it was a muse I could sort of get into. Um, so I just sort of fell into cooking and worked harder. Who were the TV chefs that you were looking at? Was well, it Jamie? Uh, well, Delia would have been on, wouldn't she? Gordon, Gordon would have been really yeah. big at that point. Well, you were yeah. angry, weren't you? Yeah. Well, no, so. I don't. Think I, I wasn't angry like Gordon was angry. <laughs> oh, okay. I was more like frustrated with the world that I'd been dealt cards I wasn't particularly yeah, pleased with. Whereas, no, he's more like idiot sandwich, isn't he? Um, <laughs> I wasn't like that. Um, but yeah, no. So I think, and I think that was sort of a real rise of chefs. So I just sort of threw myself into the kitchen. So and, you started watching these chefs, and when did you start? tasting differently um I, think, I guess probably, with having bowel surgery as well mm, you probably were having to be really you strict with your diet yeah I, I probably should have been um i think that's like everyone who has strict with the diet you sort of know what you're supposed to do and, and you do the other but thing. isn't it better if you eat blander f- food you have to be careful what you eat yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say blander food maybe just things that are difficult to digest really okay. I mean, and was once you got rid of the is it i I'm so sorry because I yeah, don't really. Yeah, yeah. Is it still? No. So does it flare up? Is it yeah, kind of like? A... So, so a lot of people uh, live with the disease and they manage it, and, yeah. and they have flare ups, things like that. Mine was too acute, so I had actually had my whole bowel removed. Um, so I had like three bouts of surgery. Um, so yeah, so that so that but that got rid of it. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> so it was all gone, uh, literally, and uh, yeah, and then I yeah started on my cooking career, uh, but I think. To answer the question, I, I think it takes a long time. Like, you, I think you know people... Like, like, so dishes that you make all the time, you become very confident with yeah. them because you know exactly what they yeah, should taste that, like. Yeah. And I think, uh, from a chef's point of view, I think you just have to gain that experience through years. Did you have training? Work. No, 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 no formal Did training. Did you work with any famous chefs? No. So it's you, just you. You were involved you in the well, pub. Yeah, so we, we obviously employed like head chefs at the yeah. pub and I would like work under them. And then... Um, when I was, I was 23, the sort of head chef left and I just took over. Um, but it was winging it. Like I was making it up as well along. Most of it came out of cookbooks. But at 23, when you became head chef, mm. did you decide to change up the menu at that point? Did you feel like you knew what you were doing? And when did you basically get your flair yeah. that felt your identity as Tommy Banks? Well, I think it takes a long... You still work... Your identity changes all the time, mm-hmm. doesn't it? But I, I think, no, at that point, it definitely it was very generic. I want to change every dish on the menu because I want it to be mine, obviously, mm-hmm. ego. But um, I didn't... I, I never left home. I had no experience. I hadn't gone and cooked anywhere. So I largely did it from cookbooks, really. Um, thank, big shout out to Phil Howard. He, from, he had a really good cookbook at the time. I nicked some of his recipes. <laughs> Um, but I think the big thing happened sort of later, about a few months later, won a Michelin star. And then suddenly I was the youngest chef with a Michelin star. How old were you? 24. Um, 24? Yeah. So do you kind of feel like Phil won that Michelin star? Yeah. I'm joking. I mean, I, mean, I'm joking. I, mean like, I hope he doesn't listen because he might, he might, he <laughs> he might, he might steal like that. <laughs> Um, but that was where it was difficult because, like, obviously, obviously, growing up oh, in the middle sorry. of growing up in the middle of nowhere as well, like I wasn't used to media or anything, and suddenly you're youngest Michelin star chef. Yeah. So I was sitting down with journalists, and they were like, "You must be some sort of genius." And I was thinking, like, nah, literally, no, <laughs> massive imposter syndrome. So I was like, "Oh God, so I really need to get this thing now, like this identity, this purpose." So um, I was like, "Well, the only thing I know about is farming and growing up in the countryside." So I was like, "I'm just gonna cook." with things that we farmed, things that we grow and things mm. that I can forage. And I put these like very strict um, things in place 
these sort of, uh, and that I think promotes a lot of creativity because suddenly you have to make a dish out of uh, what you've got, and and that sort of became my style. And then I think we did have very interesting food after that. I come on, you you got a Michelin star. Like, there's a reason you got it. Like, there's because you're being, reading yeah. from a cook. No, no. It, that, that, that you, you. So you must have been adapting recipes. Yeah, I, I think I think just also just a, a ruthless hard work. Um, so at that period, because I was wanting to sort of achieve I, mm. I I worked every day of the week and I cooked every single dish that left so I kind of uh, there was no management I just literally did it all and that's how I knew it was going to be good and I guess that's why we went a mission start because I was single-handedly making everything perfect it's right. talent as well and also understanding food and, and I mean you could follow a recipe and it might not work yeah. And, or it might work brilliantly just because you know how to do it. So you can't. I mean, twenty-four is really. I just. But can't that, I can understand it. the pressure, but also you obviously had such drive from a young age. Whether that was thinking, wanting to be a cricketer, mm. and of course that got derailed so unfairly. And then you're like, I mean, you're tenacious. Like you've got like this. Yeah, I, I think but but was... were you eating at restaurants to yeah, taste I did, different things? I did start going yeah, out okay. and eating, trying things. I remember, I remember the first time I went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. So that was the first like re- the three Mission Star Royal Hospital Road in Chelsea. Okay. It was the first like really posh place I'd ever been. I remember wearing like my school leavers suit and it didn't really fit because <laughs> it's like growing up. I remember feeling like so uncomfortable. Um, Why did it, you choose there? Uh, because it was like the, the best restaurant in the country at the okay. time. Um, and I, I really vividly remember that because I just remember being so nervous and scared. And you look back now and you think, I'm going, why would you feel nervous and scared about going out for dinner? Um, but that, so I did seek a lot of inspiration from, from you know, places like that, for sure. Um, but I always make a real point when I see like real young, because you often get real young chefs who come and eat in the restaurant. They do look a bit sort of nervous and scared. I always try and make a point of going over and putting them at ease and talking to them because like you should never go out for dinner and feel feel nervous. But I do feel like food and dining has changed. Like yeah, it used to be when you go to Michelin, it was fine dining and that meant, you know, every, it, it was quite stuffy. Yeah, totally. Um, and in a sense, more elitist than maybe it is now, What food that is winning Michelin stars. So I think, you know, you look at something like Thomas Parry with, with Mountain, mm. that just got a Michelin, I think. Yeah. And that is like very much like a bustling, yeah. vibey restaurant. Where, where do you like to eat in Yorkshire? Where would you go if you're not eating at your spot where would be the first place that you go and what would be the dish that you would have so there's a really cool pizza restaurant called Cresci which is it's run by two Italian guys and it's proper Neapolitan pizza it's like really good um, but you know like I just love the way Italians do hospitality it's like really family friendly so like you can take the kids in it feels really great and there's just like, you know, they bring you a little limoncello at the end. You don't want it, but it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, no. It's nice that they've given you it, right? It feels hospitable, yeah. yeah. We had a guest on recently, a guy called Jacob Collier, who has limoncello on his rider. I was like, you are the only bugger having that because no one likes that no shit. No one likes it. It's like medicine. Also, the poor, like, that's not something anyone has in their, <laughs> in their cupboard anywhere, is it? So, <laughs> so you know that everywhere he goes, there's some poor runner going out and yeah, having to buy it. Italian deli. Yeah, right, exactly. Weird rider. So what would be, what's your pizza order there? 
uh, I always have something with a little bit of meat on it, something spicy, but the, uh, whatever they've got in the specials. Um, and then, well, shout out to anybody who's in York, but they never have tiramisu on the menu. But if you ask the waitress for tiramisu, she'll wink at you and she'll go in the back oh and bring God, it out. Oh my God, an off-menu thing. Yeah, yeah, we love that. How cool is that? That's why it's, that's what restaurants should is be Is that because like. it's you? Well, they have, they, they must make them real quick if they are making them. To, I feel like they have them, but it's just like an if you know, you know. And I love that about restaurants. That's like animal fries in a, in an outburger in uh, California. What? Yeah, animal fries. So, are they? Well, it used to be a thing, I think. Please tell me. It used to be a thing that wasn't on the menu, but everyone would be like, oh, I'll get the animal fries. And it was just like... But it's like a fast food chain. I know, but... It's, really, just, it's really good, though. It's tasty. Yeah. I thought it was awful. Oh, oh, all right. But it tastes like, you know, the way it tastes like it's been chewed before. That's okay. It's I served. Don't mind that. Oh, I kind of know what you mean, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so is your daughter, your two year old daughter, is she a good eater? Rubbish. Uh, she was really good. Um, uh, and now she's gone, gone rubbish. Because often, like, um, if I'm like cooking on TV, I'll bring the ingredients home and just do a little run through at home sometimes because it's sort of too easy. At, work and you want to cook on something which isn't very good like my stove at home and then you sort of feel equipped to do it on tv and sometimes i just want to tweak things or whatever and i'd cook things and my daughter would just eat them like i remember roasting a whole mallard and at home and it was like eight o'clock in the morning and i was like to my wife charlotte i was like would you like some mallard she was like no it's eight, <laughs> it's eight o'clock in the morning and i was i'm just doing it so i can just like oh, i'm happy i've done that now before i do it on on camera and, and i just walk over a mallard breast and she just eat it and I was like wow my daughter's the daughter of a chef now no she just eats um, yeah she won't eat anything really what, what about your nine year old uh, really fussy as well yeah oh yeah, Matt really well fussy. there's yeah. still hope though isn't there yeah yeah that's, you just well, have to wait I think it, you know it's 20 really, years Alex was really fussy I yeah. think it's alright though I think like kids are fussy yeah like, yeah but um, it, your wife mm. yeah and I Fanta. want to know how you fitted romance in to this I was busy... going to actually just ask what your wife's best dish oh, was, no. but Ron wants to know a little no, bit I more. No, I want to know how you met him, because you're busy working, you haven't been well, so you've been at home, and then you start to cook in the, the and pub. as you say, you were doing every dish. Seven you were days seven a days a week. How yeah. did you yeah. give yourself time for romance? So, I mean, I think... We've... From that period, I met Charlotte a few years later than that. And I think, but I did start, by that stage, I had a team and I was doing my own rotor. So then, you know, suddenly you start rotoring yourself off on Saturday evenings and things like that. So where you can did you go. see her? So first. where did we get, well, our first date, I actually made a little picnic and we went for a walk. But neither was, neither was, ate it. You know, when like you're really nervous, I put, I, I obviously. Too over, busy kissing. Not on the first date, <laughs> wow. I did, it wasn't that successful. Um... <laughs> The yeah, well, you overcompensate, don't you? So I think I made that like this huge spread, and then we probably ate next to nothing. So, yeah. What was in the spread? Do you remember? Uh, like a picnic sort of thing. So we had like sausage rolls and homemade sandwiches. I think some of it was homemade, and some of it was from a de- not from M and S, but from like a deli. Because you, I love M and S, but yeah. you can tell that it's M and S. Whereas I think you can, you know, pull it off a bit more if it's mm. from a, a deli. Is Charlotte a good... Is it Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. Is Charlotte... A, she's a fan of the podcast, Mum. And we're yeah. very sad that you're not here, Charlotte. Why didn't you bring her? Oh, because... Oh, because she wasn't work. here. Yeah. Um, is she a good cook? 
she's a brilliant cook. Um, she, she's a very good baker, like much better than I am at, at, at that sort of thing. It's so, a different skill, isn't it, almost? Yeah, and, and also I think cooking at home is a different skill. Like I make a mess at home, I get frustrated, whereas she just sort of glides around and makes beautiful cakes and, and stuff. But no, she, was, she rang me up yesterday and she's like, have you listened to the latest podcast? And I was like... No? And she was like, you need to listen because Jessie says you can't get a good uh, Sunday roast anywhere. And that's, that's fine. It. Thank you, Charlotte, because yeah. I will be coming um, to, to <laughs> eat. And you will be joining me. Do you want sweet. me to do the... Yeah, you can do the leaves. No, should I do the fried eggs? No, I'll do them. Oh, okay. we have fried eggs. Well, <laughs> yeah, do you want to know what we're having? Yes. Well, okay, she's been very stressed. I've been very stressed because I wanted to not impress you, but not disappoint you. <laughs> oh, but, I mean, I'm just happy to be fed. I know. But... Um, so I've made these green pancakes. Only, tell, tell I'll tell why. you why. Because I was looking at all your Instagram posts and I did want to know that piece of beef that you were cooking on the bone. Oh, yeah. On a barbecue. It looked so fascinating. What was it, tomahawk? What yeah. was, oh, it looked fabulous. So I noticed that you'd served a green kind of matcha sponge that was a little round thing that was a dessert and you were putting or someone was putting it was on your Instagram definitely so I've done anyway I've done these green pancakes that are made with spinach and herbs and gram flour it's like a high protein Uh, thing anyway Healthy. Yeah, very healthy. Gluten free, I think, too, yeah. Yeah, it's gram flour. It's chickpea yeah, flour. Gram flour is yeah. yeah. chickpea flour. So it's got cottage cheese and all different things. So it, oh my but, God, yeah, you can go to the gym after yeah, this time. But yeah. it, was, it was stressful because I've not, it looked too thick, so I added some more milk and then possibly shouldn't have added the milk. So you know, like the first pancake is never very good. Yeah. The first three words. And then, I, and also they said 10, 10 centimeters diameter. So I got my ruler out to make sure I was- Do you I, think I just Tommy cares be, if they're- I care. Okay. So anyway, I've made these green wow. pancakes and you serve them with um, a fried egg. Well, yeah. You're sounding a bit and Kathy Bates in misery at this oh, point. So, okay, He's literally sorry. running for the door. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and garlicky yogurt. <laughs> And then we've done, what else? Some roasted tomatoes. And And I've done something that actually doesn't suit it. I've just done some beans and leek with bay leaves. And then you can have it on toast. And with some creme fraiche. Sounds great. Yeah. Anyway. It's a lot. Shall I get (laughs) You're going to be overwhelmed, I think, in a bit. And then I've I've just been... I've just been to, to... There's no meat, though. No meat. Do you mind? I don't mind. No, but we've got eggs. Oh, he, hesi- okay. he hesitated. I know. I, I, well, I mean, I'm a Yorkshire farmer, so, like, it is meat, but, I mean, eggs... But it's eggs brunch, you see. I didn't yeah. want to give it... Right, do you cook your eggs in butter, or would you cook them in oil? Butter. I would as well. Mm. So I was just going to do that, but I didn't, I didn't want to upend <laughs> up anyone. So I'll get on and crack on with the eggs. Would you like me to just do it, and then you and Tommy can talk? You can't. No, I don't trust you. I'm very good at eggs, <laughs> Mum. I'm actually right. really All good right, at eggs. Fine. Thank you. You need to sort your leeks out. I will. Okay. <laughs> you you on carry on. on. So, Would you like two eggs? I'd yes, love two eggs. definitely. Ooh. There's more eggs in the fridge, Jess. That's... Do I need to warm up the pancakes? They're warm, I think, because they're in here. And where's the, the, the yogurt? It's in the fridge. You see, this is why it's easier to do it myself. Just, just let me do it. No, it's easy, I'm telling you. I love... Th- no. This is actually everybody's family dynamic, though. Yeah. I said, no, you don't need that. <laughs> Unless you want to put it on, I was going would, to leave Would it. you like him to assemble yeah, okay. his own pancake? No. 
So I obviously grew up in a bed and breakfast. So every morning going ready for school, mum and dad were doing breakfast service. Yeah. They only had like six people in. Yeah. Uh, but that, this is what it was like. Uh, my dad would do fried eggs and toast and my mum would do everything else. And, and they would try and coordinate it and they would bicker and fight. And you just sort of get your, get your school bag on and just yeah. take out the back door. Oh, they look, they look great. Well done. They're, they're all di what, what, no, darling, we don't want to serve it up like that. That's like very, very Instagram, that, isn't it? Putting the, it's not the very Instagram, down. it's very what Jessie does. <laughs> <laughs> so we ask everyone, what's your last supper? Yeah. And you've heard what Jessie's would be. Yeah, I also heard, I quite liked yours more, actually. Thank you. Chicken liver parfait or duck liver oh, parfait. I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love something like that as a starter. Do you like chutney with it? Do you know... Someone I, said to me they don't like chutney with chicken for Yeah, I'm not that fussed about it. Like, I, it's not, so same with cheese. Like, I just want to eat the yeah. cheese. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I like, like all the like bits. Yeah. yeah, I'd be really happy just... Eat like, with the star, because I'm yes, just... Yes, chef, yes, sorry. Can we get some butter out? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, there is nice was, butter there. I was going to say steak tartare, but I'm going to have a Sunday oh, roast. Do you have steak tartare? I'm going to have Sunday roast, though, for my main course. I can't have beef and then beef. Oh, I can have roast. I can have roast pork rather than roast beef. For the yeah, main yeah. Because I love crackling. You, I, and are and you a good crackling maker? I am. A, I'd like to think I am a good crackling maker. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's go. So you're gonna have a roast steak tartare. I'm gonna have a roast pork with all the trimmings, my Yorkshire yeah. puddings. What's it like? It's delicious. The pancakes are lovely. And Do you the, like them? Yeah, the fried eggs are perfect. Thank it's great. you. So if I put in probably a trifle, like it's just a great dessert. It's got everything, hasn't it? Custard, cream, sponge, jelly, booze, fruit. I put jelly in yours, I don't. Oh, really not? Just use... Trifles have jelly in, right? No, but I don't like the, I don't like the jelly. So I just yeah. put raspberries in. Mm. But really soak the sponge with the raspberries. So that's how I like it. Fair enough. Oh, did you, you get you the chilli? I love mm. she's, she's I'm telling you what you're allowed to have. Okay, fine. Which, which, which jelly, which flavour? Raspberry, Sh strawberry? Strawberry trifle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's strawberry and raspberry tea ever be nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's the custard and the cream It's the like. custard and cream is exceptional. You know, um, last Christmas, my wife actually made a Nigella recipe, and it was rhubarb trifle, but it had, oh. it had vermouth in it. Had red vermouth in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it good? Oh, so nice, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Do you want a little bit of that on there? Or are you okay? uh, I'm good. This is delicious. Thank you. What's your, you know, you've been in London. What's your mm. first stop for food in London? Oh, that's such a good question. I'm always in London for work, not for, um, not usually for pleasure. But me and my brother, because we run a restaurant at Lord's Cricket Ground. So when do you do that? When it's... When all the test matches are on. So oh, it's, it's, fabulous. Honestly, it's the dream. But you go and be able to watch as well. Oh yeah, I get. I've got <laughs> head chef in it. The first, not even head chef. Like, are you just like kind of? Well, the first consult? year I ran around a lot and it was really busy. But I've managed to get to a point where I'm better operating it, so I can spend a lot more time watching. We have. I don't know if he's a friend, but he's the person that told me about you years ago. Um, Felix White. Oh, Felix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You've known him for a long time, right? Well, so Felix, um, obviously Maccabees, but. Oh, were you a fan of the Maccabees? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm a massive cricket fan as well. Yes. And that's where he he's like tragically in love with cricket in the same way that I am. So I sort of uh, met him through uh, Tail Enders, his podcast, which is sort of like super popular. Um, 
and, and, and yeah, he's uh, he's got an amazing book actually. Um, it's so good. Yeah. And it's just. It's always summer. Always summer somewhere. It's yeah. always summer somewhere. And and it's sort of uh, his sort of life, but through cricket, and that's how I sort of grew up. Like, I can remember tragic things in my life or great things in life by what was happening in the cricket. Like, I'll always know that uh, Ben Duckett got 100 on the day that I was recording Table Manners with you guys, because that's what's happened this morning. And he got 100. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's the sort of thing. And uh, I, I don't really know anybody else who's that tragically in love with cricket. And then, obviously, met Felix, and he is really is. He is mad about it. Cricket. Cricket is anonymous. I don't know. It's mm. like, it's an addiction, isn't it? Who's your favourite cricketer? Oh, my who's my favourite cricket see that's sort of as a kid like you obviously have favourite cricketers mm. whereas you kind of meet people nowadays I mean I'm a Yorkshireman so I'm going to like I know Johnny quite well Johnny Bairstow is like probably yeah. one of my favourite players um, or Ben Stokes Jimmy Anderson do you, do you know Jimmy yeah. so he's obviously I know his name yes so he does the podcast with yeah. uh, Felix and he's so Jimmy's four, he someone that they've just brought back in so he's 42 yeah and he's still and he's a fast bowler so fast bowling's like the hardest most and taxing thing and you have to run pro- and everything yeah and, and he does and he still performs at 42 he's like the best player were so, you a fast bowler yeah but not maybe there's time for you or come again as a fast bowler. I don't yeah. know. I, he's uh, yeah, but he's like he's in incredible shape. I think that's just like very inspiring that someone can do it. Like he's been here for like twenty years. Like how do you have that stamina to want to do it for that long? I'm gonna change because I find cricket so boring. I'm so sorry. I do. I don't get it. I never get it. Felix. He talks about it with such passion. It goes on and on and on. Oh, and maybe yeah. I'd go because your food would be good. Five days of it. Yeah. Fuck that. It's so, near. It's near and you're cooking. Maybe yeah. I will try it. Oh, come. What do you drink when you're sitting there? Watching the cricket. Well, the amazing thing about Lords is you're allowed to bring a bottle of wine in with you. So you bring your own. You're kidding. Yeah. yeah. So imagine that as a sport. Right? That's good, isn't it? All right, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you elevator pitch for cricket. Okay. Right? It's a game that is built around eating. You stop for lunch. Okay, now st- we're talking, Tommy. You stop for, af- <laughs> you stop for afternoon tea. Mm-hmm. No, stop. Yeah. Yes. What? So it might be five days long, but you, you start at very leisurely 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Then Even you have, when you're playing locally, darling, yeah. they have tea. No. Yes. Yeah. You have full cooked three-course lunch at, at one o'clock. And then at four o'clock, you have a full afternoon tea with cake, sandwiches. No, wonder they take so bloody long? Yeah. Jesus, they could cut that whole game down to one day and said yeah. I do like the food thing yeah exactly so it's so do the cricketers have the three course meal too yeah yeah shut up yeah. yeah oh yeah it's the no stop and they have the afternoon tea yeah yeah so and it's like any other sport you'd be so elite sport you know you'd have to look after your diet like they get and then like they just like you have an afternoon tea with a cup of tea. Oh my god, I'm going to be a like it's the only That's it's the only it. game where tea is performance and hunting. They're going to have to watch their weight though, otherwise they can't run. Well, the thing with cricket is because it lasts so long, and say if you're a bowler, you don't bat, so you have, might get like a day where you just get to put your feet up in the middle of it. <gasps> oh, okay, you're selling it to yeah, me. Yeah, you see them so, on the scoreboard with yeah. their feet up on that little yeah, you're, they're, thing. They're yeah, playing Sudoku or something <laughs> with the shades on, just eating. Yeah, I'm actually. You've turned me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I know we're cooking you eggs now, but how do you like your eggs in the morning? I have eggs every morning. So does Nigella put she? eggs on toast? I, um, so I usually have an omelette. Omelet. Okay, what's have, in it? Uh, cheese and ham. Just really simple. So I have that most mornings or... You don't ever do a little flourish? Like, will it be a sexy cheese or will it be like a good uh, cheddar? I, yeah, so or I herbs? Th- ideally two cheeses. So okay. you want a nice hard cheddar... And then something gooey like a brie or a camembert. In it's an omelette? Oh, because it's so rich and oh delicious. Oh my God, I've never, ever heard of gooey brie in an omelette. Oh, and you'd have that in the morning? Uh, yeah. I love that. Um, every morning, yeah. So, so right, no, but no colour on it. So your knob of butter goes yeah, in, yeah. you melt it, eggs go in, you fold salt, them. Salted or non-salted? Yeah, salt, yeah. Have okay. you seen the bear? When she made oh, the omelette. Oh, I tried to watch the bear, but I found it too triggering. Yeah. yeah. Um, and loads of cooks say that, chefs say that, but, yeah, but I then, think you've got to move on just to I, watch that omelette being made. Maybe um, it's on. I dict- copied the omelette. Is it? Yeah. So maybe that's probably what I'm, how I make my omelette. I need to know, do you, do? is it a French style one where you, I mean, in the morning, do you really care enough to like, almost like it's going to be scrambled eggs, yeah. so creamy, and yeah. then let it set? Yeah. So, Okay. Yeah. Does it always look beautiful? Yeah. But I've done it a thousand times. So, and I make my wife, she, she doesn't like, she thinks I'm too rich in the morning, so she likes boiled eggs. Uh, and I was getting really angry recently because I'd be making her boiled eggs and I would always mess them up. So I'd make my, me a beautiful omelet, her boiled eggs, and I'd always overcook them and I was like getting really annoyed with it. How many minutes do you cook your boiled eggs? Well, this eggs? was the problem. Um, and then obviously, if she didn't eat them straight away, then they'd overcook because mm-hmm. they'd sit there and mm-hmm. I was just actually really annoyed with it. So I actually bought one of them little egg cookers. Have you seen them? They're like, no. like no. Eight, eight quid off Amazon and it's like this little dome and you put in your eggs and some water and you turn a dial and it literally cooks them perfectly every time. I'm getting one. Uh, so selfishly, I can then spend more time on making my omelette beautiful. And then I have perfect boiled eggs for more. What's wine. your poor children eating? Oh, well, she doesn't eat, does she? So it's fine. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, do you think you've got good table manners? Oh, my God, now I'm thinking. I, it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 spilled some, I spilled egg on myself. That's okay. Um, and I spilled a little bit on the table. Don't worry. I, I think so. I think there's a fair bit of etiquette when you run restaurants. So I think so. Do you care about table manners? No, I don't. I mean, I feel like I'll try and teach my kids to have good table manners, but I think it's about feeling comfortable. And like, I came into your house today. I'm having lunch, uh, brunch at your house today, and like, I feel really comfortable and oh, happy yeah. and Is that relaxed. We argue? I want to ask you a little question. Do you think that <laughs> sous so chefs funny. should be supportive or interfere? Um, 
Do you feel that you're falling into a trap? By the way, that feels, by the way, that feels a really loaded question. She's asking because she said that I had too many opinions today and I was the sous chef today. So don't worry. I think worry. in my house, my cooking, and then you see how she took over. Yeah, I, I think you need to sort of maybe just work work on the overall dynamic. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's no chance of that. Do you think Lenny should not scream at me? Um, well... How do you treat yeah, your sous chef? I wouldn't... <laughs> scream at my sous chef but I working in a family business and working with my brother because my brother's two years older than me and we fought like cat and dog and I actually don't think you can compare family to any other relationship and that's the beauty of it because it's okay to yeah Yeah. swear and tell me to fuck off yeah but but it's then kind of fine as well because it's it's family like me and my brother they might have like scrapes and fights we get into with one another and it was so embarrassing in front of all the all the team, but it's kind of all right because it's your brother. You absolutely could not treat any other human being the way no. that you treat your siblings, so could you? No. So I think that's a different dynamic. Oh my God. Well, oh, your God is, I'm not a baker, <laughs> so it might not be. Do you want another cup of tea with that? Jess, could you move his plate? I would love another cup of tea. I, I can clear my own plate. I no, can't I feel can't. Like oh my God. Right, I'm not a baker, but I just had so much coconut while I was away, and I just thought... So what's in the cake, then? Coconut, desiccated coconut. Oh, it feels a bit hard. I'm quite interested, because I... That's why I don't like desiccated coconut. Oh, for God's sake, I don't have it. I Shut it, up! I'm going to try this, though. I, I call it defecated coconut, because I just think it's not the best, but I'm really interested to try it. Oh, my God, Jesus. Oh, my, diplo- my the diploma... Bomb, the bomb you just dropped! The diplomacy's gone out the window. Oh yeah. my god! This is um, passion fruit whipped uh, Ooh, cream with a bit of che- cream cheese in it too. That looks awesome. You like, can hide the desiccated de- lo- the coconut. coconut. Yeah, that oh. looks lovely. But like bounties are always the one that's left in the tin. Oh, no, that's my first one out. Stop. We it. could spend Christmas together. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think. How much is it offending you? It's not. I much prefer this to a bounty. I hate bounties. They are terrible. I I thought I eventually they would take them out because I thought no one actually ate them, but apparently you I would eat buy them, them specially. Oh. I think it's the texture thing though, more than the, I like the flavour of coconut. It's like the you put your molars together, you can kind of like the squashes, doesn't it? Like a little bit squashy. Apart from desiccated coconut, which has just been served to you, um, what would be the thing that stays in your in your store in your larder that you just kind of go, I I, I should be using this, but I can't be faffed. Oh, I don't know, but I will tell you what, I really don't like is baked beans. So I would never, really? I'd never take them out of the cupboard. Have you noticed some over there as well? Because I can't fit them in. I gave you beans as well. Today. Oh no, I like you don't mind no, beans. no, it's baked beans. So I think people have this like, nostalgia thing, like, oh, I love beans, and I'm like. Why though? They're horrible. Like, what's your problem with them? Well, they don't have a lot of flavour. They're kind of just sweet. Yeah. And the texture's rubbish. And the and the sauce is kind of. I also think it might be like a, a trauma thing as well because in kitchens that is like if the kitchen is just so busy and they don't have time to make a proper staff meal. Yeah. They just do like beans and maybe that's association as well. But oh god, I can't stand baked beans. And it's always on a breakfast as well, isn't it? Do you do a, a nice version of baked beans if you do no, a breakfast? I just, do, just don't do them. No. 
Because I was in the mm. hotel this morning, I was watching people ladling the beans at the big tureens. I was like, oh, God. Which why? hotel were you in? Um, what, I don't even know what it's called. One near Westminster. What about yeah. a jacket potato? Oh, absolutely not. That's like the worst. See, that is what people say. They're like, oh, a jacket potato with beans and yeah, cheese. I said it, said it last week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Last supper. Oh, yeah. I'm really... Oh, yeah. Why, why would person. you... Why would you... <laughs> why would it offend you so much, though? Oh. But it's good with the potato. Not. On toast? No, I just I hate them. I really hate baked beans. Okay, yeah. so anyone who is potentially going to go on Great British Menu... Don't cook baked beans. Don't do baked beans or coconut. Mm. Coconut, I'm, I'm, will you do coconut like... No, I like the flavour of coconut. But it's, it's just the... texture the, of desiccated. Okay, well I think you, we've got away with this because it's kind of few yeah. and far it's between. Set, it's got it on top. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. This, this is really tasty, it's nice. But yeah, um, not beans. Not been. Tommy, before you go, um, and I book my reservation for your roast. Yeah. Um, what is a nostalgic taste or smell from, well, it doesn't have to be from your childhood, but something that brings back and evokes lots of memories, happy or sad? Uh, mint. So my grandma and granddad used to have like, you know what mint's like if you have it in your garden, it just goes crazy and grows. They had this massive mint bush and they always used to put it in, because I think they had loads, they put it in everything. And then everything used to get cooked in a pressure cooker as well. So when you come round, it would just smell of mint. And I think that that just brings back lots of happy memories. Like all the potatoes always cooked with mint. I think that's delicious and lamb and things like that. So yeah, that flavour of, that smell of mint, I really like. I love that. Do you like karaoke? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm literally tone deaf. I can't sing. Okay. Uh, but, but what I mean, would you sing if you could? Oh, like a ballad. You oh, got to, well, you have to really, don't you, oh, for a, a karaoke? I, I mean, thought you might rap. Oh or God, really? rock and roll, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think well, for karaoke, you've got to go for something really super okay, cheesy. Okay, so tell you? me which song. Uh, I, I would sing like Tina Turner or something if we were doing okay. karaoke. Simply the best. Uh, <laughs> no. Or what's love got to do with it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Or share. I like yeah. Cher. Turn that time. Uh, yeah. Believe. Believe was, I remember being a kid and I remember being on top of the pops and thinking that was really cool. Yeah, Believe would be cool. Do you ever get to go to festivals? Uh, sometimes, uh, like cooking at festivals, definitely, oh. yeah. Are you cooking at Wilderness this year? No, but I have done before. Yeah. It's a really weird dynamic, that, because obviously fun. everyone's off the face and you're sort of supposed, to, and people are paying a lot of money for yeah. what you're cooking as well. Um, I've done the chef's table there where it's like um, you have like 24 people stood around, sat around and you're cooking and like the first so you do like four sittings a day so 12 o'clock is actually like really quite civilised yeah. and people are really into the food <clears throat> and the second lunch one's a bit more like boozy the two in the evening like a couple of years ago I did it I just had two people who were totally naked which oh, is you're joking which is like cool but like you're like Supposed to be doing these full dish descriptions, you'd be like, Yeah, so we poached the chicken for this long, camised it, and you're shaving a bit of truffle over it, and you're just like looking at them, you're like, You've got no clothes on, and they're just like, Mm hmm, yeah, mm hmm, yeah. Why did they have no clothes? Because they're at a festival and having a nice time. I've never, spe- I've never seen that, Jesse. I mean, look, have you I, been somewhere? I will where be dressed a- when I'm well, at the chef's table. I don't, if, if you've been to Wilderness, where, do you know where the chef's table is? There's like a beautiful lake, and everyone goes swimming in the lake. So they came out. Oh, of the, oh, they came out of the lake, and as they came out, I was like, "Oh, not wearing anything." And they just but came how out. How did they pay? They've got no pockets. Oh, I think you pay beforehand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was that really the thing? <laughs> 
I just wondered. Yeah. So so yeah, it's it's kind of like yeah, you just you get into it by by the evening. You just have to, you just start drinking with everyone because it's like you can't take yourself to beat him, join him. Yeah, well, you can't be like shaving truffle over someone's dinner while they've they've got the boobs out. You know, it's just like. Doesn't oh work, God, that's, it? I would that not is, wear, but you wouldn't know where to look, would you? Really? No, you just nice breast of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really so. don't. But you know, it's like with things that you just like. You can't. You just don't look. Do you? So you don't make eye contact. You don't oh do God, anything. That's so awkward. Yeah, I, I, it must have backfired on them though, because they must have thought, "Well, this will be really cool. We'll just be naked." And when you sat there for two hours having a dinner cooked for you, suddenly you probably, probably feel very naked. I think. <laughs> 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 Tommy, thanks so much for being on the podcast. It's been such a pleasure to chat to you. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you for having me. And the Thank food, the food was delicious. You're so sweet. I don't so think... you're not angry. You're no, not I, disappointed. I, I don't. I don't think it was worth the stress that you, you no, went okay. through. No, okay, I agree. I, I, th- I was th- going to give you fried eggs with a bit of sage, and and Ravinda Bogle said just give chefs simple stuff, but I'm sure he appreciates it. It was delicious and clean plates. And I hope great. your garlic subsides by the time you get home. <laughs> Yeah, apologies to Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tommy Banks was just lovely. Still swooning. I kept on thinking that I had like a Peaky Blinder in the room with like the, his name. I kept on thinking Tommy Banks. I don't know. He does sound like a rock star, he doesn't does. he? Yeah. Probably, he'll probably end up putting an album out because he's so prolific. He's a very good advert for Yorkshire. I mean, <laughs> in, what, loves, in what sense, Mark? Well, because he inspires kind of like Yorkshire, the, the land, the pubs, the food, the cricket. The men. The men. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very, very handsome. We had a really lovely time talking to Tommy. He was so, I think he was quite surprised that it was the as real as it is was. As, uh, <laughs> chaotic, chaotic, and real, and, uh, and real as possible. Made him yeah. feel at home. Um, but he does have the m- most garlic breath because I actually I can taste it. It's lingering. Yeah. Well, he didn't look too disappointed or angry. But you did give him something that he absolutely hates, which none of us would have known. But how? Why don't people tell you so you don't make the biggest? Also, faux pas? Tommy, do you have good table manners? Yeah, I think so. Um, by the way, I hate desiccated co- <laughs> coconut as you place it but down he on did the eat table. It all. He did. The cream was very nice. God, and he hates bounties. I mean, I don't know people that hate bounties. It does make me trust him slightly less. Yeah, me too. But hey. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, Tommy Banks. Thank you so much. You can go to any three of his restaurants. You can spot all the exciting stuff that has coming out at the end of the year. Um, he's got produce that you can order online. He's got wine. He's got pubs. He's got Michelin's. He's got everything. To be fair, um, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 